Hello and welcome to Point of Information. Finally, only 13 minutes and 40 seconds late. I'm your host Chris and today I'm with Georgia Campbell, Crispin, Andre and Tara. Our guests today will be fighting over the right to be named the Champion of Truth. Win this title and, through the power of the debating society, everything you say for an entire week will automatically be true. Tonight we will be playing a series of games in which you will be awarded truth tokens. The contestant with the most truth tokens at the end of the show will become the champion of truth. So first of all, as always, I want to introduce uh, my guests. First of all, uh, we have Crispin, who's new to the show. Um, Crispin's uh, thing is that he does ASMR 24-7. Um, so as soon as you walk into a room and meet Crispin, you instantly fall asleep because you're so relaxed. Does that sound about right, Crispin? Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Okay. Um, and we also have Tara on the show today. And for you, like, most of you won't know this, but Tara is the president of the Debating Society. Um, and she ran on a manifesto of one providing debating themed hoodies yeah that's right isn't it um underwear lingerie and sex toys which is um we're still waiting on them but um hopefully they come after the hoodies uh number two always attending training dressed as lala the teletubby and lastly um, she wants to make sure that at least one Dundee team wins at every competition. That's pretty accurate, isn't it, Tara? Of course, and that underwear will be coming soon. Thanks, Tara. Um, we also have um, Georgia on the show today. Now, Georgia is a proud member of the Fifty Shades of Grey Society. The Society wishes to promote the idea that every university student should, immediately after graduating, become involved in a 24-7 BDSM relationship. (laughs) The the Society currently has regular orgies and often ties up its members publicly in Dalhousie. Does that sound about right, Georgia? Do you know, it's great stress relief. Um, We do tie up our members (coughs) occasionally. Um, And... Frankly, 24-7 BDSM relationships can be very beneficial, but you do kind of have to, you know, wanna. Of course. Kind of <laughs> defeats the purpose otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. All right then. Um, so we're going to move on to our first game um, because we are a little short on time now, um, and that's extension of truth. So in our format of debating, the third speakers must provide what we call an extension. This is a case that is different from any arguments that have already been made. Unfortunately, since everyone in this society is already quite a debating expert by this point, all the obvious stuff has already been spoken about by this point in the debate. As a result, extensions are typically typically very niche, unorthodox and occasionally a little bit ridiculous, right? So in this game, you'll all be given an extension that you must analyse. The person who provides the best extension will be awarded a truth token. Um, so first of all, we'll start with El Presidente, Tara Jones. Um, and your extension of truth is, why is Boris Johnson's Brexit deal going to lead to more sex for everyone? Then we'll have um, Andre telling us why... Okay, 
there's an info slide to this one. The <laughs> clocks recently went back by one hour, extending the amount of time we are to remain in the European Union. Why does delaying Brexit by one hour mean that the UK will have to endure unimaginable consequences? Crispin, yours will be, why does extreme feminism, you'll need to define what that is, I guess, lead to environmental collapse? And Georgia, yours will be, why would every couple in the country having a 24-7 dom-sub relationship lead to extreme economic growth? So, Tara, why is Boris Johnson's Brexit deal going to lead to more sex for everyone? So, like, I think we can all agree that his deal's very frustrating <coughs> and he's very frustrating. So, like, what's the best way to get rid of frustration? Sex. What is the best way to do that? By looking at Boris Johnson. So I propose we don't even just use the deal, but, like, constant Boris Johnson porn is the best way to go about it. Like, that's the best way to turn anyone on, of course. Like, I think we can all just agree that that is true and the best thing for anyone. Like, when we've got the less people. So I'm from Fife and everyone knows that Fife's a bit inbred. And once... (laughs) 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 Everyone knows that once the deal goes through, we're going to lose all of our, like, important people that come from Europe and, like, away from that. So what are we going to be left with? Just people from Britain. And that's just going to be, like, one big inbred orgy looking at Boris Johnson porn. All right. Yeah. I mean, there is that one video on Pornhub, which is uh, Blonde Bimbo... Uh, or dumb blonde fucks an entire country over at once. Why do you know that? It came <laughs> up on my Facebook page. I'm sure it did, Chris. Um, okay, that was a pretty good extension to kick us off. Now, Andre, um, so yours was, the clocks recently went back by one hour, extending the amount of time we are to remain in the European Union. Why does delaying Brexit by one hour mean that the UK will have to endure unimaginable consequences? <coughs> That's a, a a very interesting question, um, Chris, and I want to thank <coughs> you for it. Now, uh, the reason why the clock's going back one hour is uh, uh, bad and it's going to lead to terrible things is because if we kept with uh, British summertime, we would leave the European Union at midnight on uh, the 31st of October right or like before we reach the first of november <coughs> but now that we've gone back one hour we'll actually leave the eu on uh, at 1 a.m on uh, the first of november so we will effectively leave the european union one hour after we were supposed to right and so we all know that uh, if this ever happens uh, boris johnson the robot just stops working uh, and uh, it starts uh, killing everyone because it goes against its its codes and all that Asimov's stuff. Uh, and so to avoid, um, you know, uh, uh, wake the wake the, the awakening of Boris Johnson the robot to kill uh, all humans, we have to actually leave the European Union on um, um, the thirty first of October, but actually at eleven p.m not one hour later because we don't want uh, the robot Boris Johnson to awake to his kingdom of terror. That's quite creative, Andre. Um, (laughs) That that became quite wild. Um, Crispin, why does extreme feminism lead to environmental collapse? Well, I guess we we know feminism is sort of the struggle for, for equality between all people. 
But we, this house, believes that extreme feminism will extend this to non-human people, so animals, right? So we'll have to like be equal to the animals. We'll have to provide the animals with the same sort of social services that we as human has, uh, we as humans have. This is not going to be sustainable, right? We're going to have to build high rises for snakes, igloos for penguins. You know how how are we going to have like a, a penguin garden in the middle of our cities where we have kind of a equal opportunities for arctic animals you know and basically this is going to shift the, the balance of power away from humans to the animals right the animals will take over they don't have our interests in mind like uh, fish don't care if the world floods right um so they're they're going to be pushing for their agenda with without our interests in mind you know and i'm gone sweet we'll bring <laughs> crispin back in two seconds yeah. Oh, I'm back. Hello. You're back. But that's about all I Do wanted you to say. Right? Your no, no, no. I think I've made my point. Okay. I think I made you my sense quite clear. Okay. Um, very interesting definition of extreme feminism. Vegano feminism, maybe. Um, Georgia. Uh, why would every couple in the country having a 24-7 dom-sub relationship lead to extreme economic growth? Well... I think this is actually quite clear. So the first point would be that the sex toy industry would receive a massive boom. And not just the sex toys, the related lingerie, um, special services, and other related industries. Also, you'd be surprised that kitchen utensil industry, I, <laughs> I think that would receive a boom as well. Secondly, people in BDSM relationships 24-7 tend to be more balanced, more calm and more productive human beings. The subs are, have, get all their needs met elsewhere, they're calm, they don't get anxiety, they just go home and get a spanking when they need it. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Crispin. <laughs> <laughs> the doms have somewhere to release their frustrations that isn't on their colleagues. Furthermore, if you fuck up, at work or in any sort of economic things, there are consequences to it. <laughs> Therefore, I think it would actually very much improve the economic status of UK and anywhere else it was implemented. You know, I did introduce extension of truth as being unorthodox and occasionally a little ridiculous, but I think that was very convincing, actually. Um, that's something that I would buy as a judge in a debate, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, so... Um, We've got a second one for y'all um, before we go into our next game. Well, actually, we'll do this and everyone can vote. So, Tara, yours will be on why does changing the president role of the debating society to eternal supreme leader lead to a <laughs> utopia? Andre, yours will be why will doing science result in World War Three? And... Oh, Crispin, yours will be, why does giving an artificial intelligence, human rights, lead to the decay of traditional values? And Georgia, finally, yours will be, why will more people doing water sports lead to a feminist revolution? <laughs> <laughs> and not one of Crispin's <laughs> um, <laughs> description. Okay, Tara, why does changing the president role of the debating society to eternal supreme leader lead to a utopia? I mean, like, we can all agree, like, if I was president forever, I think it would be brilliant. Like, we're going to include, like, and it's not just going to be this mass chaos. I think we take on, like, what would be, like, a Stalin regime without the killing. <laughs> so, like, and it would come, like, I think it'd be good for the communist revolution to overthrow, like, because it'd help people realise this within debating and then go out in the upper class, like, 
Dundee will no longer be this little society that gets shot on at competitions. <laughs> we will that never, never happens. Never, but yeah, I'll be the Stalin without the death, I think, and that's important. It means they can keep the good people up. <laughs> the Stalin without the death. Andre, why will doing science result in World War Three? Like I, tr- I tried to find a, um, a ridiculous route to go for, but I couldn't find one, so I'll just go for the serious one. So everyone knows that um, war times are the most um, <coughs> productive in terms of science, right? So we got to the moon while we were in the Cold War. Uh, we also invented uh, computers and other stuff, which I'm not remembering. But we all know that all the major science uh, advancements are uh, happen while we are at war, because uh, there is a competition, and so everyone wants to arrive first and have to advantage to have the advantage of science on their side. So I think that uh, each time people will worry more and more with science, uh, to a, to an extent in which they will start a war just for the sake of, of advan- advancing science uh, and yeah so I think that's that's how it will happen which is sad okay thank you Andre and Crispin why does giving an artificial intelligence human rights lead to the decay of traditional values well you know Chris I, I have quite a, a cynical view of our society you know the traditional values that we have you know, what does this society value at the moment? You know, we, we value looking good on the internet, posting nice selfies for our friends to see. You know, what does a computer know about contouring? How can a, how can a computer judge, like, what, what is, what is aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing on the internet? If we treat computers as people, how are, they're going to take over the, you know, and, like, the internet's going to become a place where we ignore what we value, right? <coughs> you know, things are going to completely change, and I don't think anyone wants to see that. Okay. And Giorgio, why will people? Why will more people doing water sports lead to a feminist <laughs> revolution? Well, again, I think this comes back to a very simple principle in feminism, which is embracing your body as it is. So, the embracing of bodily fluids such as blood, such as pee, such as whatever else you want to include in water sports you know, will make us more comfortable with our bodies as a whole. Furthermore, if we go back to the UK's questionable porn bans, water sports definition legally apparently includes squirting, which is just (laughs) part of the female pleasure experience for some people, and banning it in porn is, quite frankly, ridiculous. So... If more people do water sports, more people don't care if they see some squirting, and more women have a lot of fun. That's I mean, the revolution is all about having fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go into a little break, uh, music break right now. Whilst we're doing that, please vote in the general chat or send a message to any of the contestants on who you thought gave the best extensions of truth. And we'll be back in a couple of minutes as we... Um, play the game Whip of Truth. Or don't vote and have like a Stalin without death, you know. <laughs> Communism, lads. Well, this actually...
better, step forward. DUSA executive nominations are now open. For more information, visit dusa.co.uk forward slash elections.
this is Point of Information, with your host, Christopher Fleeting. Hello and welcome back to Point of Information. Uh, we've got a tie vote for this round uh, with Georgia on two votes and Crispin on two votes. So they each receive a truth token because I'm nice rather Ooh. than give you both none. <laughs> and Tara with one vote and unfortunately Andre, poor Andre with zero votes. Woo! You can have my, you can have my vote. Um, so now we're going to play the, the game Whip of Truth. So, Extension of Truth has been a personal favourite of ours on Point of Information, but we thought it best to start educating the masses on a few more roles that we have within the debating society. And there's no more appropriate time to introduce whipping than when we've got the kink society on the show. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Great sound effect. In our debating format, the last speakers of each side are known as the whips. Their job is to sum up the debate by explaining why their partner beats everyone else in the room. In the game Whip of Truth, you will each be assigned a partner, uh, a debate motion, and an argument for the opposing side. You are burdened with doing three things that you will be judged on. One, you must explain what your partner would have argued. Two, explain why your partner presented a better case than the other side's case and finally explain why your partner presented a better case than an average intelligent voter on your side would have so that would be your opening government if you like the audience will vote on who best sorry on who best fulfilled these criteria and they will be awarded and the winner will be awarded a truth token for giving the best whip speech so we'll start with um I'll tell you what all of, all of your um, your your whips have to be, and then we'll get to Crispin. So, Crispin, yours is this house believes that um, modern art sucks. Your partner <laughs> is Vincent Van Gogh, and um, the opposing argument is it is free from constraints. Andre, yours is this house believes science can explain everything. Woo! Your partner is Fergus. Nice. And the opposition <laughs> argument is that scientific evidence can't measure things such as morality or objects that we can't observe, yes, such as can. God. Yes, can. Tara, yours will be this house would campaign against Scottish independence in a referendum. Your partner is Alex Salmond. And the opposition argument is that Brexit is bad and independence will allow us to remain in the European Union. Georgia. Your motion is, this house believes kink is empowering, your partner is the queen, (laughs) and the opposition argument is that it's a waste of time. Are we all clear? So Crispin, 
I'll remind you what yours was. This house believes that modern art sucks. Your partner is Vincent Van Gogh <coughs> and the opposition argument that it is free from constraints. How are you going to whip this? Well, are we allowed to swear, Chris? Uh, yeah, it's past 9pm. What is this modern art bullshit, right? Okay, we we see it like like it doesn't it doesn't have any aesthetic value, right? Um, and look look at my partner, right? What's modern art done for him? You know, he's depressed, he's missing an ear. You know, for for him, it's 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 had no positive benefit for the artists themselves. And what is like what is making modern art except you know it's it's kind of masturbatory. It's for the artist, it's not for the audience, right? And you know what is this done for Van Gogh? Look look at him, like he he looks like shit. He's he's like he's disheveled. He's got one ear. Um, his wife left him or whatever. I can't remember his backstory, but something like that. Um, yeah. So just just look at him. And and you know what? Why is he more not more knowledgeable than the than the person than the people at home listening tonight? Well, well, he's Van Gogh, and he's kind of like you know he's the best artist ever, for one. Uh, yes, he is technically a modern artist, but not really because he's doing like nice paintings rather than you know the stuff you see in your MoMAs and your vnas you know that that rubble that lies on the floor that no one gives a shit about because it looks terrible um i hope <laughs> i hope i've covered all the bases <laughs> what do you think yeah that was, that was really good <laughs> that was really good um andre this house believes that science can explain everything your partner being fergus and the opposition mm. argument being that scientific evidence can't measure things such as morality or objects that we can't ob- observe such as god or say a number <laughs> right, so uh, we all know Fergus. He's a science man, as I am too, uh, fortunately. Right, uh, and so as a science man, he knows and he understands that we have to interpret the motion in uh, a, a, a very wide uh, perspective. Uh, and so the motion is not saying we can explain, science can explain everything now it is saying that science eventually will be able to explain everything, right? Uh, because science in itself is a wonderful mistress, as... <laughs> wait to link it, wait, link it into kink. Exactly, exactly. That was, that, that's exactly what I wanted. Um, and uh, yeah, so basically, we've seen from the... And uh, Fergus has said several times, uh, we've seen from, from the previous years that science has been improving a lot and we've been finding out uh, loads of things about the world and how our, our knowledge about the universe, about ourselves, about the sea, about the, the, the earth has been evolving in the last few years thanks to advancements in uh, advancements in technology and we can see throughout our history as Fergus has pointed out that we have uh, 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 loads of, uh, of, of very rapid advancements in, uh, in science uh, and times in which we have loads of scientific uh, developments um, and so we on our side think that eventually we will reach um, uh, basically science won't stop evolving and we will just uh, just reach a stage where science will be able to know everything and yeah we will know everything thing, uh, thanks to the scientific um, uh, sci- uh, scientific method and to the, the, the scientific way of, of looking at things uh, now his second argument was very good it was that uh, basically we know that science nowadays has uh, some impairments some things that don't work so well but science also has 
different philosophies and uh, throughout our history we've also seen uh, different ways of doing science and so we believe that in the future we'll find new ways of doing science and by navigating through those ways uh, we will eventually know everything and we'll be able to find out about everything whether it is things we can observe and things we can cannot observe morality all those things we think that uh, if we uh, uh, swap between the paradigms of science and the different ways of doing science um, yeah we'll be able to find out about everything now this is basically what we've done it's clearly um, <coughs> Uh, superior to the other side of the house because as Fergus has said and I've said um, the different ways of doing science will be able to uh, provide us with um, a, a different understandings and we'll be able to understand different things uh, and so we just think that it's all going to work if we do science in different ways uh, and finally we want um, in contrast to with the proposition because they just proposed the motion and said that uh, science is amazing and they love science which we also do but we've also proven how science is going to know everything and prove everything and that is how you do a whip speech <laughs> <laughs> i'll take notes next time <laughs> um tara uh so yours was this house would campaign against Scottish independence in a referendum. Your partner is Alex Hammond. And the opposition <laughs> argument is that Brexit is bad and independence will allow us to remain in the U uh, European Union. Okay, so my partner, the lovely Salmon, <coughs> I mean Salmon, <laughs> has brought the argument that if Hardy he can't ha. deliver independence, that it's just not going to be as good. Because Nikki's too angry and too frustrated because of the deal. She means she's stressed and she's just not going to get a good like deal if Scotland was to be independent. So like going back to what I said before, maybe she just needs a shag. Maybe it's from Brojo, maybe it's Whoa. from someone. And because she needs this shag, she's not getting it. So that's why she can't make a good one. His second point was like, we don't want Scottish independence. What we want instead is the independence of the kingdom of Fife. For our, for our inbred uncles, brothers, granddads, or as we say in Fife, just the one person, or dad. <laughs> like, we feel targeted by everyone else, and not only Scotland, but the UK. Like, that says that incest is bad, but this isn't true. Like, and the other side just bring us this argument, Brexit's bad and independence will allow us to remain. But like, what we bring is better because like, Nikki's getting laid. <laughs> We're not gonna have this revenge deal. Are you saying that Nicola Sturgeon needs more sex? Yeah. More kinky sex? Maybe more kinky. I mean, maybe yeah. she, if she got tied up, like, oh, <laughs> it would be a bit better. She needs to be shown some discipline. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and like yeah so like we're not going to be in the eu if we leave so like why are we better than the average voter though well like they think inbred is bad so like clearly they're just wrong like who doesn't want your sister and your uncle being the same person like it's just easier when it comes to christmas presents <laughs> okay a lot less family like um family division i guess if if you've got we like family values on this side of the exactly, house exactly exactly traditional family values Fuck you, uh, <laughs> and nicola sturgeon tied up um georgia this house believes that kink is empowering your partner is the queen <laughs> and the opposition <laughs> argument is that it's a waste of time well as her majesty has already stated and i have throughout this show great stress relief people in high power jobs often figure finds that when they're away from their desk, when they're away from their royal duties, 
they sometimes need <coughs> to not be in control for a while and taking that away from them is just unfair now the opposition has stated that it's a waste of time and frankly all i have to say to them is you enjoy your lights off missionary sex and you have a great time <laughs> <laughs> just a wee pointer now her majesty has just uh, passed me a little slip um <laughs> to make the note that she wants to make sure everyone knows that she takes it up the bum <laughs> i do indeed <laughs> And therefore, uses her muscles in an otherwise unexplored way. It's really helpful as you age to make sure all your muscles remain supportive, and you know your uterus doesn't drop out of your fanny. <laughs> <laughs> so the average voter may not agree with us, but again, I'd suggest turning the lights off and buying a vibrator. On behalf of Her Majesty and myself, thank you very much. That that was an excellent, <laughs> an excellent whip speech, indeed. I hope you never have to meet the Queen in real life. But <laughs> <laughs> I can do a very um, good curtsy. Oh, I'm I, I'm sure I'm sure the curtsy will be the the highlight. Relationship. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, we're going to move on to the second uh, the second clip of truth. Um, Crispin, yours will be this house as a feminist woman would peg male sexual partners. Your partner is Melania Trump. <laughs> and uh, the opposition argument is that Trump would feel emasculated and nook somewhere. <laughs> um, Andre, um, yours is this house would, upon discovering evidence of a gay gene, um, not reveal the find. Uh, yeah, sorry, this house would, upon discovering evidence of a gay gene, not reveal the findings. Your partner is Hannah Con Simmon, <laughs> and the opposition <laughs> argument, <laughs> I did warn her, is that the pursuit of knowledge is the most fundamental source of fulfillment for the human race. Tara, your motion is this house would burn the witches. Yes. <laughs> your partner is Donald Trump. And the opposition argument is that witches aren't necessarily bad people, with Hermione Granger being an, an example of a good witch. And Georgia, your motion is, I'm sorry, this house would date Christian Grey. Your partner is Anastasia Steele. <laughs> <laughs> and the opposition argument is that he's abusive. Um, okay, Crispin, do you want to kick us off? This house, as a feminist woman would peg male sexual partners. Your partner is Melania Trump, and the opposition argument is Trump would feel emasculated and nook somewhere. Well, um, I think <coughs> I speak for all the listeners at home when I say that pegging is really nice. I think we can all agree on that. Firstly, this, this has been summarised in this debate so far. Secondly, in regards to my partner Melania, whose husband, as we all know, is the infamous Donald Trump, who, again, you might know is the President of the United States, <laughs> Um, I mean, you know, look at him. He he needs a good pegging. You know, he he really he's really uptight. His face is is disheveled. It's like squished into a ball because he's so tense. You know, if he just got a big dildo <laughs> like rammed up there, he might like you know it might loosen him up. You never know. I, I think I think a lot of his aggression in terms of foreign policy comes from sexual tension, right? And um, for a person to re to let go of that, you know, 
masculine machismo, you know, in the bedroom. That can really, you know, free up other aspects of their life. You know, you might not use that masculine energy to destroy another country with nuclear bombs when he's got more kind of like a, he's got more of a submissive um, giving side, you know? Do, do you understand that? Yeah, uh, Melania's got quite a big burden to bring that out, though, don't you think? To, 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 to bring, bring that out. side of him out rather than the, you know, the aggressive side of him. That, that it's true uh, but she's a strong woman you know she's she's proved that um and i think if anyone could do it it's melania <coughs> um and you know you never know they 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 might um they might upload it somewhere it might it might be a like a something that becomes you know can bring in more wealth to the country which uh if they can pass it i mean it would be pretty popular it it. on youtube exactly that's it exactly um increase the the income of the the country yeah. Um, the United States of America. Universal healthcare funded by this video <laughs> of Trump that's, being pegged. That's really that's really clever, Chris. I think there's something to that. I, I just did your whipping for you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'll whip you back later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, thank you. Um, Andre, uh, this house would, upon discovering evidence of a gay gene, not reveal the findings. Your partner is Hannah Con Simmon, and... The opposition argument is the pursuit of knowledge is the most fundamental source of fulfillment for the human race. <coughs> right. So uh, my partner is a very human uh, human uh, and <laughs> as uh, someone with deep values and uh, very strict views on, on what's right, what's wrong. And most of all, uh, with a very um, uh, a, a strong uh, vision and very strong views on what's happening in the world and uh, a deep, deep understanding of, of what's happening. And she's very aware. Uh, so she's uh, correctly pointed out that if we uh, discovered evidence of a gay gene, what would happen uh, would be clearly that uh, homophobic people would start to manipulate, uh, genetically manipulate immigrants um, to uh, just, uh, you know, have that, that gene modified. Uh, and this is something that with the advancement of times would, would be very, very easy to do. Uh, just genetically modif modifying um, fetus will be become very, very easily. Uh, and so in this society, uh, the homophobic, homophobic people will uh, certainly have the capacity of very easily altering their baby genes uh, so that they would not be homosexual. Um, and of course this is not good at all, we want uh, our people to be natural, to be who they are, and we don't want to genetically manipulate them, uh, and so we clearly think this is wrong. Uh, besides, yeah I think that's it. So that's basically her argument, which is uh, very focused on moral values, <coughs> which is very good, and also uh, shows that we're aware of what's happening and the human nature and all that. Uh, she's very, uh, she's responded very well to the opposition's argument that uh, the pursuit of knowledge is the most fundamental source of fulfillment for the human race by giving an example of all the dictatorships that we've ever had in this world which ended with the dictator being very rich and not very scientific so actually that the most 
the, the, the thing that provides the most fulfillment for humans is actually money, is actually power, is actually being superior to others, um, and not exactly science. And besides, uh, she's uh, very correctly said that uh, in science we also have to have our moral values very, very well defined. And whenever we feel that our findings may provoke um, uh, terrible things and may, may uh, make terrible things happen in the world, we're highly incentivized not to reveal them. Um, and so, yeah, as, as scientists, uh, we think that this is not correctly and uh, science is most of all a human create uh, most of everything uh, a human creation and so as such its bigger in uh, biggest interest is to protect the human race finally we win over uh, opening government because they mention things as um, of, of, yeah I have no idea <laughs> it's true right so uh, vote for us yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you for that, Andre. Um, and Tara, your motion is this house would burn the witches. Your partner is Donald Trump, and the opposition argument is that witches aren't necessarily bad people. For example, Hermione Granger was a good witch. Okay, so like, I never thought I'd be in the situation of whipping Donald Trump. I thought maybe like a bitch slap or something <laughs> would do, but whipping, that's different. Okay, so like, we all know Donald is a bit of a twat. Like, his first argument we bring is that like, the witches aren't the ones to target. He talks, he argues it's everyone else. He says that the witches are the ones who backed his campaign and that they're gonna help him build his wall. And for him, that's just what the good old American people want. Him and the witches are really close. They're like best friends. He's best friends with everyone, this guy. He's a really smart guy. So, like, the only real witch he knows is Theresa May with her spooky dance moves. And she's just a great guy like him. And yes, I did say guy. He looks up to her for the magic trick of fucking up the NHS and making people rely on food banks bringing the UK closer to chlorinated chicken. But also Donald got a bit like confused as always and he got contradictory. He says now by the end of his speech that witches are fake news and are just non-Americans in disguise. By the end of his speech he wanted to put the witches in cages instead of burning them so I think that sums him up. Although again at the end of that me saying he said that he is now writing on a bit of paper to me that's fake news. <laughs> so yeah like I want to, like, address Hermione, though. Like, we all know Hermione was a bit of a little know-it-all bitch. Like, <laughs> we don't really like her. Hey, kind of right hits it on here. the head. Like, the only good witch in that was McGonagall. So if they'd gone with that, sure, but they didn't. So, boo. Like, Donald you just as named well. a child a little bitch. I mean, she's not a child anymore, is she? <laughs> <laughs> I was a child when she was, too. It's fine. It's and this is years later. Exactly, like... True, we have the cursed child. Oh. Yeah. Was that canon? No. Is it really, though? And also, we can look back and just agree, like, yeah. Like, Donald as well, like, talking about the average guy, he just, he, his argument to that is he <coughs> is the average guy. And just like anyone else, he just started off with a small loan of a million dollars. Like, why can't you give that vote to him? Like, he's just a normal guy, lads. He is. Just an ordinary bloke. With an orange pus. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia. Uh, your motion was this house would date Christian Grey your partner was Anastasia Steele and the opposition argument is that he is abusive how do you whip this? well my dear friend Anastasia um, would like to say that she is or has said that she is slowly turning him into a good guy 
However, she doesn't like having agency, so she's asked me to make most of her points <laughs> for her. <laughs> Burn. So, the opposition have argued that he is abusive. But what's abusive about tracking her phone? He just wants to make sure she's safe. And not lying a safe word, well, he's based on Edward Cullen, who we all know is a mind reader, so therefore she must not need one. So, the average voter thinks he's hot. The, the uh, benefit of dating Christian Grey is that you encourage a rise in reproduction, which did actually happen at the launch of the books. It also promotes being inventive in the bedroom, as can be seen in the case of the Bulgarian beauty queen and her bodybuilder boyfriend, who thought it would be a fantastic idea to see if he could bust out of some cable ties from his very strong muscles. And she's now in prison for manslaughter because she put one round his neck. So, it also weeds out the thick people. Now, these are all very valid arguments for dating Christian. However, I've got one personal to myself. The reason I would love to date Christian Grey is that I could slowly poison him without anyone realising it. And that's that got dark. <laughs> Fifty Shades Darker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Fifty Shades Freed. <laughs> She's freed pun. now. Well, um, yeah, thank you um, for that great whip, Georgia. I thought that was very creative. Um, we're going to go into the final round of Whip of Truth now. So I'll give you all your final motions. <laughs> um, Crispin, yours is this house would introduce a 100% inheritance tax what, what? your partner is Lala Vitelli Tubby yeah. and the, the opposition ar- argument is rich people should get to keep their money, fuck the poor I had that in caps yeah. <laughs> um, Andre, yours is this house would convert to Islam, your partner is Richard Dawkins Wonderful. and the opposition argument is that Allah or God isn't real. Tara, your motion is this house would implement USSR style communism. Yes. Your partner is Boris Johnson. (laughs) And the opposition (laughs) argument is that people will die. Georgia, your final motion is this house believes that kink is a human right. Your partner is (laughs) an anonymous incel. And the opposition <laughs> argument is that it would be impractical to provide kink to everyone. So, Crispin, do you want to start us off? This house would introduce a 100% inheritance tax with Lala Vitelli Tubby as your partner and the opposition argument being rich people should get to keep their money, fuck the poor. Well, unfortunately, all that my partner's done is come home from <coughs> the stage and say Lala over and over again. But even that is a better argument than what the opposition has put forward. You know, the rich... They, they they have enough money in their own lifetime. They don't need to stockpile it based on the money that they get from the generation before them. You know, what are they going to do with that money? Well, we've seen from the past they're going to spend it on uh, weapons. On, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had an accident in the studio. At home, Andre just collapsed. <laughs> what was I saying, Chris? Um... Yeah, Lala could only say Lala. Yeah, right. No, she also says it'll. Oh, that's true. That's true. She does say it'll. But you know what? Why does why does that even that make her more um, knowledge? Oh my god. (laughs) Why does why does that? Andre just died right in front of us. By the way, it was pretty kinky actually. (laughs) Um, 
Oh, I lost my train of thought. That was amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, what will what will introducing a one hundred percent inheritance tax do? Well, we could put this tax money into sort of a a, a public um, kink bank, right? So therefore, when people don't have the money, Georgia is getting excited. Yeah, so excited that, yeah. for this <laughs> for these these. Not kinks. like that, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, behave, behave. <laughs> um, so so when but you know when people are are down on their luck, they don't have the money for supplies. Go to go grab a second hand uh, strap on, you know. <laughs> uh, wash it first, but it's still a good strap on. <laughs> wash it first. Um, <laughs> okay. Apart from that, uh, I feel I feel like my speech has been derailed a bit by that. that uh, <laughs> I'm very 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 sorry. That's okay. I'll I'll, I'll move along. Um, I forgot the chair wasn't working. This is Andre's ghost speaking now. Yes. I have to say though, Chris, that chair was a better chair than you are right now. It was. Oh, it no. was. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's broken. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd like to move along. Sorry, that was quite mean. I, I will tell. Uh, half of my speech will be just me um, enhancing you, what you said, and saying you're amazing. Okay, so that sounds good. Okay, okay, cool. Great. Um, <laughs> so Tara, no wait. It is me. No, Andre, Andre, Andre. Um, your motion was this house would convert to Islam. Your partner was Richard Dawkins, and the opposition argument was that Allah or God isn't real. Right. So before I go into uh, my whip speech itself, uh, I just want to uh, uh, engage in some rebuttal. So we all saw how amazing Crispin's speech was, right? <laughs> <laughs> Although, uh, despite being interrupted uh, by me several times destroying a chair. He managed to keep the train of thought for some time <laughs> and managed to keep going and actually make valuable arguments. And I think that's wonderful. And you should vote for him because of that, re of those reasons. Here, here. <laughs> right. Now, going into my, my speech itself. Uh, so, Richard Dawkins is oh, a scientist <laughs> above everything else. He's an experimenter. Uh, and as such, he's always up for some uh, experimenting, of course. Uh, and this converting to Islam is nothing else than a um, an experiment. Why? Because um, as opposed to what we have uh, in the West majorly, so uh, we mostly uh, Christians, right? I'd say Protestants, but still Christians. I think, yeah, is that right? Yeah. Uh, and so, as as Protestants and as Catholics in the rest of Europe, um, we we have a, a lifestyle which is not majorly focused uh, in church, and so we don't guide ourselves um, according to the values of church. Which is one of the main advantages of having a religion is, of course, the moral values that it imposes on us. Uh, and so this experiment, converting ourselves to Islam, would be nothing else than um, a movement towards uh, all the society having uh, better values and stronger values. Why? Because Islamic uh, Islamic nations, uh, they're not only they don't not, not not only go to church and do the, the religious procedures. They also have a lifestyle that uh, is according to the the religion itself. Um, and so between them, they have uh, a huge respect and they have loads of, of moral values that they have to follow, which make them better societies um, 
inside the society it's to, towards the outside it's a bit extreme but inside is very good so what we want with this would be uh, just to to try and uh, impose and and just uh, not impose that's not a good word just to make our, our citizens our, our people just learn better values and learn a different way of, of you know actually using those values and living according to those values um, and so this completely uh, uh, you know makes uh, makes it pointless that the argument of the opposition that Allah slash God isn't real uh, just because it's not about God it's not about Allah is it is about having moral values and living with a purpose and living with moral values and i think we uh, obviously win this debate because we've shown that this experiment would just improve the, the the life of the of the society of the country of the people just because we'd have uh, better moral values um more strict moral values that would be uh, deeply uh, learned by our citizens uh, and therefore we'd have a better society that would be in general uh, very correct and very nice to each other. Thank you for that excellent whip, Andre. Thank you. Tara, your, you, the motion you've to whip is this house would implement USSR-style communism. Your partner is Boris Johnson and the opposition argument that people will die. Go. Okay, so my opening half was constituted <coughs> of Jacob Rees-Mogg Iron Manning so unfortunately he fell asleep on the couch and couldn't <laughs> present an argument and then my partner Boris Johnson spent the time trying to draw a moustache on him out of comedy so unfortunately he couldn't present an argument either so I'm going to have to do this one solo so like the principles that we're going to take from USSR so, like the USSR communism is anti-democracy and authoritarian rule so like how will we use this so like anti-democracy we don't want stupid people to vote we don't want people that are going to vote that say that bondage is bad or say that fucking pigs is good we want people to vote <laughs> well we just don't want people to vote we don't trust them they're not good the only person you can trust is me why is that so like I'm going to go on like I'm on a bit of a power trip following like being eternal president and now I just want to be eternal president of the world so I'm going to implement that now so like they say like on the author side so the only argument we've heard is uh, people are going to die well I think that's a good thing to be honest so why do I think that humans are bad they're bad for the environment they're bad for everything like we want them to die like it doesn't matter like even if they do die in horrible ways which we'd probably encourage <laughs> that like the planet's dying anyway so like why not just have like this whole anti-natalist movement sterilize everyone and just live our last days <coughs> kinking it up like we'll have a final mass kink up so we'll we estimate that we have about a decade left what we're gonna do like implement mandatory kink classes because we want to do this properly we don't want this amateur shit no 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 we want this done properly and well we want like them to know how to tie ropes how to use tape how to use nipple clamps even like but what we don't want is fucking pigs because you know that's disgusting so yeah, vote for me and anti-natalism and final kink goals. The kink society would be quite well off if debating the debate society just ruled the world, wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and if you That's want to go to one of those classes to start, we have our Rope 101 on the 10th of November. <laughs> Smooth, <laughs> Georgia. Look at that. The USSR and Georgia can come light. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, okay, um, Georgia, 
your final um, motion to whip is this house believes kink is a human right your partner is an anonymous incel <laughs> and the opposition argument is that it would be impractical to provide kink to everyone well firstly my partner has <coughs> already stated how he deserves everything and therefore kink included that should be a human right now aside from what my partner believes he deserves I do actually believe that everyone should deserve to kink if they want to mm. it provides balance it means you it lowers anxiety there's a right to self-expression you're allowed to put on those thigh-high boots and stamp on someone's nuts if you want to <laughs> so long as they also want to I'd love to be a mind <laughs> and a lot of people have an actual need for kink as in they get very anxious if they haven't kinked in a while they need that someone else taking over control or equally gaining control in some way they don't always get it so it's almost a public health matter really is allowing people to have the mental stability that they require now as for not being able to give it to uh, provide it to everyone that's a ridiculous argument you have some of the main kink tools attached to your body in the form of your hands, your genitals and your tongue if you're creative enough. Now, even aside from that, I can bet everyone in this room has at least five things that can be used for kink in their house. Who has a wooden spoon? <laughs> Who has a measuring tape, some cable ties, a pair of scissors? For the cable ties. I don't have a wooden spoon. You don't have a wooden spoon spatula? No. We'll buy you one. Do you, Thank you. Do, do you cook at all? I do. I do. I, I, yeah, I'm ashamed. I use metals. He uses his hands to cook, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I, and to eat as well. Just, yeah. Well, some of those spices will come in handy if you're really adventurous. Oh, oh, it's God. Chris. You think he uses spices? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you've got you will have things in your house. I assume your jeans, you're wearing a belt. There you go. You've got an easy one right there. So bringing kink to the masses wouldn't even involve a big government campaign. Just some careful googling and some creativity. Great. That was a very good extension. Now we're going to go into our final, not extension, whip, uh, into our final. Um, Radio, uh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're going to move into our final music break um, and I'd encourage all our listeners to vote on who they think won the whip of truth
still hanging on
This is Point of Information, with your host, Christopher Fleeting. Welcome back to Point of Information. The votes are in, and we've got a three-way tie in this in this round with Crispin on two points, Andre on two points, Tara on two points, and Georgia unfortunately on zero. That's my fault. Okay, well you can't vote. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but Chris can. So that means you all get a truth token, which puts everyone on one truth token each except Crispin who's got two truth tokens from the first round so well done Crispin you're now the champion of truth for the entire week and everything that you say is automatically true now I've got one question for you Crispin Mm -hmm. is there anything that you want to say bearing in mind that you've got new powers I think I'd like to make it clear that the greatest kink is love (laughs) oh you're so sweet it's Gabriel, true. so lucky to have you. Hi, Gabriel. Love you. Oh, that's very sweet. And on that really sweet note, point of information is going to finish for this week because we've been on air for quite a while <laughs> with all the technical issues. So next week, I think we're going to um, do some debating and dragons. <laughs> um, Andre's hoping to host one week, um, so that'll be great. Do we have any announcements for the society, Tara? No. No. <laughs> okay, that's fine then. Public debate on Monday, come along. Oh yeah, public debate Electric on Monday. Probably. Anyone who's listening from the Kink Society, we run public debates every Monday at half past seven in Dalhousie, and trainings every Tuesday at seven if you want to improve your public speaking skills. Um, yeah. Do you have anything to add, Georgia? Uh, nope. Come nope. along to our Rope One Hundred One if you're interested. Again, <coughs> it's on the tenth of November. And we should be hosting an as-yet-to-be-named conference next semester. So keep your ears out for that. Keep your ears out for that. Keep your ears open for that. (laughs) Brilliant. Okay. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week.